there was a man at the margin, at the margin of the road, sitting alone, blind. And he was on his own. Jesus walked through with the disciples and the crowd. The blind man knew about Jesus. And as they passed by, he began to shout. And shout even louder, asking for help. Bartimaeus was his name, the son of Timaeus. He called Jesus the son of David. The description of the condition of this man, of Bartimaeus, is straightforward. Unable to see and begging, begging for money. Bartimaeus represents the poorest among the poor. He sits outside the city, outside the path, the road, outside the light, outside the economy. Bartimaeus, like so many others who are on the road, are left behind to seek their own way of healing, to be included, to survive. Bartimaeus embodies the effects of social exclusion, alone, with no one to be with him, to take care of him, no family, no work to sustain. He is a nobody. Eduardo Galeano, an Uruguayan poet, has this beautiful poem of the nobodies. Nobody's children, owners of nothing. The nobodies, the no ones, the nobodied running like rabbits, dying through life, screwed every which way, who are not, but could be, who don't speak languages, but dialects, who don't have religions, but superstitions, who don't create art, but art crafts, who don't have culture, but folklore. Who are not human beings, but human resources. Who do not have faces, but arms. Who do not have names, but numbers. Who do not appear in the history of the world, but in the police blotter of the local paper. The nobodies who are not word, the bullet that kills them. How many of these nobodies have we met, have we seen on the road of our own lives? Especially now, increased with the economic crisis during the pandemic. We know some of them, we know names, we know some stories. Mainly, some of our work 
is to address this situation, to reduce poverty, to ensure access to food, to resources, to medicine, to minimal conditions to live, to simply survive. We know that women have strongly been affected, not only losing their jobs or carrying additional care work, but on the top, being victims of violence in all kinds, physical, psychological, economic, and among others. And as Bartimaeus, they are not willing to be silent, to, to be reduced to a statistic, but are in the disposition to shout collectively revindicating their rights, denouncing how they and their sisters and brothers are left behind by an economy, an economic system which is structurally built to discriminate and to have marginalized on the road. Like Bartimaeus, the nobodies are proactive the crowd telling them to be quiet does not intimidate them. On the contrary, the shout is always even louder. In a previous text of the Gospel of Mark, Jesus is healing a blind man. From, he is from that blind man is from Bethsaida. And at this moment, at this first healing, is the multitude, the crowd that intercedes for him, for the blind man. Jesus takes then the saliva on his finger and he, from his mouth and puts in the eyes, provoking him to see out of the shadows, touching him again. Then the healing comes to complete, complete success. In our story today, the narrative is different. It is so much closer to our sanitary measures. Don't touch. There are restrictions. No saliva. But words, words, words are restorative. In times when touching is not allowed, touchings are restricted, words are assuming other senses of establishing relationship. Words are powerful and can bring back sight and life. Words can also build barriers to exclude, like the words that the crowd said. They can hold back rights or deny access. Be mindful of the words that you use, the words you choose to relate with others. The care with the words in, is especially important in a multi-language environment like Geneva or like our congregation, where English is our second or third language. In our story, this interaction between Jesus and Bartimaeus is based on embodied words. One is shouting, blind, 
and not seen, using words to be seen and to see again. He expresses his desire to see again. He saw once. He wants to see again. The other is listening and asking questions that requires the, the ability to name. The questions are provoking a reaction, naming. Questions that invite to stand and to be agent. And this is the miracle. It's about listening, pronouncing wishes, and announcing restoration. This is the encounter, and this is the miracle. Some weeks ago, in this church, Christine was preaching about the encounter of Jesus and a wealthy man, that one with a lot of money. And she invited us at that moment to think about that rich man in his middle age, in middle age crisis, feeling the need to change something in his life and to give a new meaning, to have a new challenge. At that story, the man could not deal with the proposal of leaving his wealthiness behind and follow Jesus. The contrast again with our story today is pictured in that detail that Bartimaeus leaves behind his only belonging. He has only one coat where he sits on. And the text is saying that he casting away his coat, got up quickly, abruptly, jumped towards Jesus. It seems that to be healed, to be restored, implies that disposition to be healed. There is no resignation, no accommodation. There is this internal disposition that gives that to leave what gives you some security, that gives you some identity as you know that you are now even if it is an old coat. To stand up to a new life, you need to be able to leave behind and to embark in this new journey. Even if there is a fear of the unknown road, the disposition to see again and to walk on his own feet must be stronger. There is no intimidation not even when Jesus is questioning, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do for you? Come on, Jesus. You don't see. He is blind. Have you not noticed? He is poor. It seems there is a pedagogical function in Jesus' question. It will oblige to verbalize. Bartimaeus will, what he desires, asking question, will oblige him to name his desire. How important is that one knows their own desire? 
their own wish and what to change. How needed it is to be able to give name to our problems, to put words in our uneasy feelings or conflicts. Again, this story, this text, in my perspective, is not only about a blind man, but it's about a man with a disposition to be healed and to be restored. It is about this desire to be transformed and to be changed, naming his dream, taking life in his own hand, and to stand up for life. And as a person working with gender and gender justice, uh, I cannot but bring this perspective to the text. Because for me, it's remarkable that in this story, a man is asking for help. How difficult it can be in our society, and Latinos we know even more, how difficult it can be for a man to ask for help, not saying for directions huh? or geographical <laughs> directions. With this society image of having the privilege of an image to be in power and success, a masculinity focused on conditions measured by this success, richness, being on the top, a winner. If not, you are, if you need help, you are a loser or you are seen as a loser. How many colleagues, fathers, husbands, brothers, friends, have we seen during our life? Do we know who are there sitting on the road, silently suffering, not able to ask, to name their pain, their fear, because there is a cultural construction that expects their gender to be dominant, to be leading, to provide, to be strong, always strong, exhaustively strong during the whole and long road of life. How many men are feeling these expectations in their body, reacting with heart attacks, high blood pressure, diabetes, among other illness? Bartimeo's story is also breaking this stereotype, as he could be bound to this condition, poor, excluded, sitting on the road, on his own coat, his only belonging. But his disposition is non-conforming, rebelling against this, this destiny, and forging his own path, being agent of his own life. The miracle is this encounter, is when the disposition of standing up, being in another place, encounter the, the one who listen and ask questions, allowing to name your wish and your desire. Then the healing comes by pronouncing wellness, declaring it, making it happen. Jesus who heals, faith 
that receive that healing. And so it is, or it, it can be, for those who hear this story today as a good news. Faith can make us well. Faith can open our ears and open our eyes, even raise us from apathic sitting or from death. This is the power of the promise, wherein faith and disposition, faith and wellness met. This is the power of Jesus' word of salvation. And this is and to this meeting of faith and fullness of life that this story of this encounter of the blind man sitting at the margin of the road is about. After this encounter, he will stand up and walk the road as disciple. He will follow Jesus as disciple. He can see again the road ahead of his own life. He is no longer a nobody, but a restored person walking the way of his own life. Amen.